Hello, welcome friends to another podcast. It is Sunday night. It's getting a little late and I was like, come on, Christina, get in the closet. Get in the closet. I mean, the lack of motivation sometimes that I have. But I just, I had to jump off TikTok now. I was on there just kind of getting some things together, looking at some, I gotta jump off there because I am buying every skincare product out there. Oh, but I do have something exciting coming up. I have 28 days straight of hair tips that I'll be doing in February. So if you're not following me on TikTok, 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 make sure you are under Christina Smith McCulley. Um, Instagram and Facebook, Christina Smith McCulley. So let's be friends. And if you're not getting your weekly newsletter, keeping you up on all the things, then you can go to ChristinaSmithMcCulley.com. Subscribe to that. Let's see what else. Oh, waiting list for the next Bible study. We are in the mentoring slash Bible study group now and I have closed it off for this session so there is a waiting list for next one that you can sign up for and I'll let you know whenever that gets opened up um it's going good I'm really excited about it excited what God is doing in it and I think that's all the little quick announcements so let's get started right after this well, hey y'all, welcome to Closet Confessions with Christina's podcast, where we're going to talk about the hilarious, not-so-funny truths about the Christian walk. Some people are called to speak on stages, but the Lord has called me to share my heart from my closet. Hey, I'm Christina, mom of three, married to my high school sweetheart, multi-passionate entrepreneur who has struggled with insecurities, self-worth, depression, and all that fun stuff the world has to offer, but God. He continues to remind me he is not intimidated by my mess. And when I spend time with him, he reminds me who I am and whose I am. So if you're ready to laugh and you believe Chick-fil-A is the Lord's chicken, then come on into my closet so we can talk through this crazy life together. Okay, so quick little background. You know, I always ask God, like, what are we talking about this week? And I had some things wrote down but this morning he kind of switched my heart up and kind of gave me this um to speak about and i think it's really very well i mean you know any subject that god gives us to speak about is important hold on sorry i have a hyper kid here um so any subject that you know he lays on heart is important but i'm going to give you a little backstory of how this little session has come about so last thursday i was at a basketball game with um my son's basketball game that's the day that I hit the deer and just totally wrecked the front of my vehicle which is now in the shop which I don't have a rental yet hopefully get one tomorrow so I'm carless right now but anyways that's beside the point thankful that it wasn't worse that I wasn't hurt that you know nobody was with me and all that good stuff cars can be replaced but that's how fast things happen so anyways at the ball game and um very intense ball game kind of rivalry of a town right near us and uh lance has played against these boys for like you know four years now and um so it's always a close game they're very evenly matched and it was you know we were down by 10 points at one point um tied at one point ended up winning by like i think six points i think we were ahead two points and then there was a couple of fouls and we got four three throw points or something like that. i don't know anyways um we won (laughs) but at the end of the game a little girl i think she's probably six or seven you know everybody's on the gym floor talking and visiting and all that and i heard this woman like screaming like oh my god you know just screaming and 
I thought right before that I had seen two kids run together and knock each other down and we thought one of them was calling and I was like oh my gosh the calling just knocked that little girl down but it wasn't and so I thought that's what she was screaming about I thought maybe the little girl was hurt from getting knocked down but apparently after she got knocked down maybe she got up but I think she went and ran and tried to jump in her grandma's arms and her grandma didn't see her coming so she didn't grab a hold of her this little girl jumped up fell backwards and hit her head on the gym and then sat up and then fell back down and my husband said her face was blue I didn't see her blue face I just heard the woman screaming and then she started having a seizure I did see her having a seizure um so as we were you know people were checking on her calling the ambulance I I myself started praying I saw other people praying this woman walked up and she was like why isn't anybody praying this is two Christian schools why isn't anybody praying we should be praying and I wanted to say uh we are praying (laughs) but well, I didn't say anything because it was, you know, um, the reason that we weren't corporately praying was because they were, you know, checking on her and like asking her all kind of questions and asking her. And then we did corporately pray, you know, but what got this started, and I actually did a TikTok on it the other day and had a lot of response, was that oftentimes we do think, why is nobody praying? Why is it? When we ourselves have that right to go right to the throne and that privilege to go right to the throne and pray and that sometimes our first response is not prayer but it should be you know and and there was two things going on at that time I was kind of like well we are praying you pray too I mean I don't know but I felt like she was um maybe waiting on somebody else to pray whenever we can pray at any time, anywhere. We don't have to wait for it to be like a corporate thing when somebody gets hurt or something's going on. But of course, that was needed also. And we did. I'm not saying that that um, we didn't anyways. I'm probably rambling. God dropped in my heart to talk about this, to talk about, and I am guilty of these things. I am guilty of, of I wrote down three things that I think I'm guilty. I know I'm guilty of doing, and maybe it might give you a, a little insight too. But, you know, sometimes we think that other people's prayers are more effective and I I know this is a true statement among believers because I get prayer requests all the time and I sometimes I'll ask them or remind them have you prayed about it you know and um we we should pray and we should you know ask people for prayer but we also have to remember that we each have the right to come boldly to the throne I mean, Jesus tore that veil. If you're a child of God, Jesus tore that veil. It's in Hebrews 4.16 that says, Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. We, you know, Jesus built that bridge that we can come any time and that we, that myself needs to come and not just depend on other people's prayers or not think that that other prayer might be more effective. You know, it is a personal walk and a personal relationship. And if I always went to my husband and said, tell my daughter this, ask my daughter this, and I never talked to her, what kind of relationship would we have? It would be a very strained one, I would think, you know. And we can always go to God ourselves, always. Another thing I'm guilty of is forgetting to pray myself and maybe asking somebody else to pray before I've even talked to God about it. In fact, me and one of my very, very good friends was talking one day and she was having a lot of anxiety and just a lot of um, 
confusion, which we know the confusion is from the enemy, and she was just, goodness, I can't tell you guys how many times I'm getting interrupted tonight, but um, so maybe this one's really needed because I didn't even have the motivation to get in here and do it, and then I'm getting all these interruptions, and I'm thinking, should I just stop for the night, but no, okay, so um, anyway, Isa, my good friend, was talking to me, and she was telling me all this stuff, and she was crying, and she was just, you know, the anxiety, the confusion, everything was just hitting her, I mean, probably hormones too and all, and I said, well, have you talked to God about this, like you're talking to me? And she was like, no. I mean, I've thought of, I've thought it in my brain. I said, I know, but, um, you know, we forget that we need to talk to him, too, just like we talk to other people, you know? And just thinking it, I don't believe it, it is, I mean, he can read our thoughts, of course. But just like going back to a minute ago, how much more powerful is it when I talk to someone? I can remember a time that my husband told somebody something about me and um, my friend overheard it. And it was very powerful to hear him say that about me. But And I know he, he thought it, but just to hear it. And I told him that. I was like, you know, I want to hear you say that. Not just think it, but say it. Does that make sense? So when we think about things, we know God sees or hears that or, you know, can see that. But purposely talking to him, I think that builds our faith, our relationship. I think it's really good for us, you know? I mean, it's good for our building of our growth. Did that Was that was that the wrong words? I don't know. sounded like it was rambling. And then... The same, the next thing is talking to others about it, but not to God. That's, you know, or maybe post me posting on Facebook. I need prayers, but I hadn't prayed first. You know, prayer is very powerful and it's effective and it just builds us. It just, it just builds us. And prayer can be, you know, driving on the road with your eyes wide open. Um, But I think that purposely doing it, like purposely, intentionally, I guess that's the word, intentionally talking to God or intentionally, even if it's in my brain, but intentionally thinking, making it um, to God. What's the word? Making it, um, I can't think of the word, but you know, like purposely talking to him about it instead of just the thoughts rumbling over in my mind. You know, there's a difference. We know there's a difference of me thinking of me praying or me just, you know, rehearsing thoughts in my mind. Um, if I think about, you know, also the times that I've told people I would pray and then maybe not, that's something that God's working on me also is that right whenever someone asks me to pray, I pray. Um, even if, like I said, even if my eyes are open and I'm not, you know, I'm not able to just close my eyes and shut down, just, you know, God, I just, I just pray for them. I just ask you to pour your hand over them. Just you know, in my mind, I can do that, but it's purposely talking to him about it and not just saying, oh, I need to pray about that. You know, also, um, when I'm convicted, right away to pray. Like, I used to get condemnation so confused with conviction. Like, if I felt guilty about something or I would beat myself up and just now I'm just like, oh, okay. All right. Father, forgive me for that. Um, help me to do it better. Thank you for your reminder. You know, quickly coming to him when I'm convicted. And also, I, you know, I need to believe they're heard. I need to believe that my prayers are heard and have faith. That's what faith is, is believing even though I can't see it. 
another way that um that I that I pray is whenever I'm praying for something and it doesn't come to pass to believe that he knows best that he sees a bigger picture you know I have a picture on I've done it on TikTok and on my Facebook it's a picture of a storm and we were in another field and the storm was in another field next to the field we were in on the farm and it was beautiful I mean it was a clear circle storm but on the outside of it I mean you could you could see the rain cloud and then the rain and then on the outside on both sides it was bright shining and I've used that example to remind people that um and it reminded me that day and I'm so glad I got a picture of it but it reminded me that day that uh he sees a bigger picture he sees something that we cannot see and when we're in the storm we cannot see that brightness around it you know that old saying I think that's old saying can't see the forest for the trees I never understood what that meant until somebody, I guess, explained it to me that when you step back and look at things from a different perspective, things can look different and appear different. But when you're in the middle of it, it just can be overwhelming. Another way I pray daily um, is I ask for my heart to be checked. You know, like, check my heart. Make sure there is nothing in it. On Matthew 5.24, it says if if you come to the altar and pray and you have something against your brother, you need to go make it right. Now, I used to think that meant, oh, I'm not allowed to pray until... No, it just means that if there's something blocking my closeness with God, like unforgiveness, unrepentance, um, anger, resentment, I need to deal with that right whenever I am convicted about it. You know, like, that needs to be dealt with. It's not something that needs to be ignored. So... That I, I meant to like do that in a little uh, bullet points, but I guess the bullet points for that would be things I pray for or um, things about prayer. You know, is to pray right whenever God lays it on my heart. Pray right when I'm convicted that I need to believe they're heard. I need to believe he knows best. He has a bigger picture. And then ask for my heart to be checked so that it can be completely open to come into his throne if i look at prayers what what what, how do we pray okay how do we pray well if we follow jesus example there's two ways that that i kind of really pinpoint he prayed he went off on his own to pray that's that's one of them he got alone he spent time with his father alone and i pray in different ways i journal a lot spend time in my Bible, pray. Also, like I said, if it just comes to my mind, I pray. And then his example of the Lord's Prayer, where it's not long and drawn out, it's straight to the point. You know, we thank God for his blessings. We ask him for what we need. Give us our daily bread. Give us our day. We forgive others. We confess sin. That's in the Lord's Prayer. We honor him by hallowed be thy name, you know. Um, what else in a daily going? Lead us not to temptation. I ask him to, you know, remind me whenever temptations come in. That, and I used to kind of be uh, confused about that verse about lead us not to temptation. He doesn't lead us anywhere, but temptation comes right, and that's not the sin. The sin is like 
acting on the temptation. So when I think about lead us not in temptation, I think, okay, temptation's probably going to come, but he he's there. He always gives us a way out. That's what the Bible says. The Bible says there's always a way out of temptation, but we're not tested more than we can handle. Another thing, another way is, you know, uh, with praying is when I don't know what to pray for, the Holy Spirit does. And sometimes I just sit and just just touch them, Father, touch them. Because it might be a situation that I just can't fathom, like losing a child or, or a child being sick or um, when we lose someone close to us or whatever the case may be. And we're scared or fearful, just touch them, Father. You know, we just sometimes feel like the words just really aren't enough you know you know what I mean like I can pray for healing and I do pray for healing but how do I you know (laughs) am I making any sense but thankfully the Holy Spirit knows what to pray for and he sits at Jesus right hand and prays on our behalf and so I can I can just say just touch them father just touch them another way I wrote down two ways if you are ever um, feeling like your mind is just being like pulled in different directions and it's just everywhere, but you really want to, you know, spend time in prayer. But every time you sit down to pray, your mind is confused and like just distractions. I have two things that I think of that I've taught people um, of kind of, I mean, this is not legalism, so don't ever let it be legalism like, this is how we're going to do it. But it is a great way of guiding, okay, of keeping me on track. And that's the Acts prayer and the sandwich prayer. So the Acts prayer is um, affirmation, confession, thanksgiving, supplication. So affirmation would be me praising God and, and affirming who he is. You are holy. You are worthy. You are the King of Kings. Thank you, Father, for for being you, just who you are. It's just lifting him up. Confession. If he brings something to my mind, automatically I need to confess, then um, I will confess that. If I can't specifically think of anything, I just confess that I need him. You know, you're worthy. I'm not. I'm nothing without you, and I need you. I cannot do anything without you. I need you to give me strength. My flesh is weak. You know, because I remember talking to a friend of mine, I was like, do you ever feel like, what do you confess because you can't think of really anything bad that you've done that day? (laughs) I mean, that probably sounds terrible, but that probably sounds like prideful. But you know what I mean? But there's always room for confession. There's always room to remind ourselves who we are compared to him. And confession is simply agreeing with God. You are worthy. You, I need you. I cannot do it without you. That's what confession is. is Confession is, you know, changing your thoughts to agree with what he says. And then Thanksgiving, of course, we know what what that means. I mean, thank you for this breath. Thank you for this life. Thank you that you saved me from being in in a terrible wreck. Thank you for your healing. Thank you for the healing you're going to do on the situation that I've asked you about. You know, just thanking him. And the supplication is, what do we need? What, what do I need from you, God? I need you to work on my heart. I need I need my heart to soften towards this person. I need you to work on this relationship. God, heal this relationship. Just supplication. So that's a way of keeping kind of my thoughts in line so they're not just distracted everywhere. 
And then the sandwich prayer is, you know, two pieces of bread and whatever's in the middle. So the first piece of bread I think of as praise and just praising him. I love you. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you for allowing me to even talk to you today. Thank you. And then the stuff in the middle is the goody. Like, what do I want to pray for? Who do I want to pray for? What do I need? And then I finish it off with another piece of bread, more praise. So them two ways are just ways of keeping my thoughts in line. And like I said, no legalism. No, like, this is the way it's done. I cannot go off of this path. But only a way of helping me to stay focused on the days that maybe my mind's just everywhere. But I just, I want to, I want to. I mean, prayer is so powerful, like, we just should never skip it. And on days that I feel like I've went all day without talking to God, I'm, I feel really, like, kind of empty, you know, because He is our life source. He is our strong tower. He is the only reason that I'm even able to have breath right now. And um, I just, you know, I, I hope this helped somebody, Um I hope that we remember that he is available and that he is uh his throne room's throne his throne room is open. Now I've heard people say that uh he doesn't hear your prayers until you're a child of his. I don't I don't know if that's true. I don't know because I'm not going to get into like yeah, I don't know. I just I do know that the most powerful prayer would be the one that we surrender. The one that we say, okay, I'm yours. I can't, I cannot, I can't do this on my own. I need you to be the Lord of my life. I'm lost without you. I need a Savior. I'm yours. You know, and I was listening to church today, we're talking about repentance, and I think for some reason that word does scare people because we think we're going to have to give up something. But um, repentance is simply agreeing with God's way of thinking. So repenting literally means turning your thoughts around. Like you were dependent. You were uh, independent. I mean, you were independent. You were doing things your own way. Repenting means turning that around and saying, I'm not independent. I cannot do this without you. I need you. I need someone. I need a savior. I need a master. You are now the Lord of my life. That's what repentance is. Behavior follows when our thoughts change. I think a lot of times we get it backwards. Like, oh, I got to change and do this, do this. But trying to change behavior without that um, process of having the Holy Spirit help, it's almost impossible. And that's why people give up they think that they tried this christian thing and then it was too hard so they gave up but did you give up did you did you try it without giving up and surrendering to jesus to make him lord of your life letting him change you from the inside out or did you just try to change but not really surrendering to him because i know my flesh is weak and it likes to fight whenever i'm trying to do something in my own strength i can't so if you've never done that, if you've never surrendered to Jesus, I want to just, just don't wait. You do it right now. Like it's not a prayer you pray or a thing you do. It is a a heart surrender. Just giving up 
and just saying, you know, I need a I need a Lord of my life. I need a master. You are it. I am no longer my own master. I am no longer my boss. I'm yours. I'm your child. And he takes you into his kingdom as a child of his. As a child. Not even like a, like it's not like when I say you're my master that I'm a slave. He says that that uh, God doesn't call us slaves because slaves does not know what he's, what the master's doing. But he calls us friends, children, children of his. Let's pray. Father, I just pray if anybody listening right now does not know you as Lord and Savior, that you just tug on their heart right now. Just pull them in. Let them know you're there with them. Let them know how much you love them. I pray that they have a major supernatural heart knowledge of you right now. That they just know you. That they just know that that, that they need you. You are worthy of every single bit of our praise. You're worthy of all of our honor, all of our surrendering. You are love. Thank you so much for loving us. Thank you so much for this life. Thank you so much this is not our only life and that we get to spend eternity with you, with Jesus. Love you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.